Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Tuesday, the 5th of April. And as usual, with all the information contained in this presentation, this briefing, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. And if you need to, you can always pause the slideshow here and read the disclaimer in full. Or if you're listening on the World Wide Web, wherever you are in this wonderful world of ours, you can always head on over to our website, marcustoday.com.au, and read the disclaimer there. All right, well, a, a little bit of a, uh, a strength in the U.S. markets overnight, giving us some strength as well. The Dow Jones closed up 0.3 of a percent, 104 points. 34,922. But the NASDAQ was the real star, the real standout. 1.9% higher, 271 points, 14,533. And the SP 500, as usual, in the middle for diddle, 0.81% higher, 37 points, 4583. And as you would expect with all this outbreak of optimism, the VIX index was down 1 point to 19, down 5.4%. SPY futures showing a rise of 50 points, 0.67%, nearly 0.7%. So what happened with the Dow last night? Well, the big news, I guess, uh, the Dow was drifting around pretty aimlessly, uh, taking in some of the uh, issues that happened over the weekend with the war in Ukraine. And then Elon Musk set the world alight with the revelation that he had bought 9.6% of Twitter which is the reason that NASDAQ was up 1.9%. Twitter itself had a pretty good day yesterday or last night, up 27.1%. And that really did help all those NASDAQ stocks. A big shot of confidence in there with that purchase from Elon Musk. And Elon already uh, making a mozza out of his purchase of Twitter. But other technology stocks in the US took their cue. Apple up 2.4%. Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, up 4%. Google up 2%. Microsoft up 1.8%. Amazon 2.9%. Tesla up 5.6%. And uh, we did see that uh, spill on over, obviously, into the NASDAQ up 1.9%. We do get Federal Reserve minutes from their last meeting this Thursday and plenty of Fed heads out and about. And of course, we do have our own RBA today. More on that in a minute. As far as commodities go last night, Brent crude popping its head back up again. 107.53, $3.14, up 3.01%. So I'm not sure if that strategic petroleum reserve release has made that much difference, at least in the short term. But we'll see how that one pans out as we go forward. WTI up 4%, $4.01, Brent, though, is much more of the global benchmark, $107.53. Gold also had a good night last night, $10.30, up half a percent. 1934, still bobbling around an iron ore back well and truly above 160 US a ton, $162, $2.02 up 1.26%. The Aussie dollar 75.42, which is slightly better than at uh, 4.30 last night. As far as uh, other metals go last night, we had copper up 1.7, nickel had a 2.3% rise. Aluminium down 0.4. Zinc down 0.3. Lead up 0.5. And ton 
down 0.8%. Mining stocks in international trade. Freeport, McMoran, pretty much unchanged. Alcoa, pretty much unchanged. TechCorp, up 6.2%. Anglo, unchanged. Glencore, half a percent down. Vale, up 1.9%. Arbomile, up a measly half a percent. BHP and Rio both down in ADR terms. BHP down 0.7 and Rio down 1.6%. So nothing very exciting there in uh, those commodity stocks. So maybe we'll be switching to other stocks today. The commodity stocks have done extraordinarily well in recent times. Here you can see the S&P 500. And uh, it was pretty much one-way traffic all day and closing very much on its highs. U.S. banks, though, of course, kicking off reporting season next week with the U.S. banks. Uh, J.P. Morgan up 0.4, Citigroup up 0.9. The big loser in the banks was, uh, well, not the banks, they were an insurance company, Berkshire Hathaway down 1.8. And Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was up 8.7%. So that one was going really well. Bitcoin, though, down 1% last night. As far as major stories go, well, tech shares lead the gains. Twitter is being bought by Musk, 9.2% stake anyway. Hinting at a shake-up. He'll need more than 9.2% to shake it up. Uh, the horrors of Bukar push Europe towards new sanctions on Russia. And China finds new virus subtype as daily cases exceed 13,000. Not good news there. As the Fed hikes interest rates, officials differ. I think differ would be uh, probably the better word. But differ on what neutral rate is and what effect policy tightening will have on the markets and economy. And the ECB Schnabel says policy normalization should continue as a considerable part of inflation is likely to be more persistent. No, yeah. Uh, By the dip and Tina narratives continue to favor equities in April is a historically strong month for stocks. As analysts look for trend to continue with earnings facing a low bar. Of course, earnings kick off US next week. And we have our own bank reporting season kicking off at the beginning of May. And economists still trying to determine whether yield curve shifts are signaling recession down the road. What to expect today? Well, of course, we've got the RBA today, 2.30, their announcement there. And uh, widely expected to do nothing. Myself, I think they might surprise us today. Might surprise us with a little bit of a tickle up on rates. But uh, we shall see. Of course, uh, the RBA has been criticised in the past for being political. Uh, John Howard saw interest rates rise on his election campaign, which didn't help him uh, overcome KEF 07 all those years ago. Um, But uh, it is possible that this being the last meeting before the federal election, that the RBA will go. Otherwise, they're going to be stuck with this until June, potentially, or incur the wrath of Scott Morrison. Anyway, we'll see how that pans out, but certainly widely expected to do nothing, a change of language very much on the horizon. Our SPY futures up 50 points today. Uh, We could get a little bit of a tickle up in some of the banks, potentially, uh, some of the energy stocks today on the back of those oil price rises. Uh, We will see tech doing well as well. Of course, Square SQ2 on our market will have a big jump today as well on the back of that block price rise last night, 8.7% higher. So that's going to help our tech sector, although it is a very small part of our sector. Expect CSL to do relatively well as well. Um, Some money coming back into those healthcare stocks, maybe as a defensive. And of course, the lithium story will continue to play out. 
and there has been a massive surge in the lithium story. And we did get some news this morning from AKE Alchem, which is the amalgamation of Oracobre and Galaxy, for those of you who don't uh, remember that one. But AKE, they've increased their capacity at Saldivia, and the Oloroz resource update today, that looks positive. So we should see uh, the lithium trade continue to kick on. As far as other news out today, March services PMI is out for Japan. And JP Morgan saying they could lose about a billion dollars on its Russian exposure, not really quantifying where that Russian exposure is. JP Morgan was actually up 0.4 of a percent in US markets last night. Those BHP and Rio's uh, down 0.7%. 1.6 in Rio's and that VIX falling 18.57. It looks like it's going to be time soon to be buying some insurance. Markets rallying strongly, VIX falling strongly. The best time to buy insurance is not when your house is burning down, but before someone comes around with the fire lighters. Stock 50 in Europe was up 0.8 of a percent. FTSE up 0.3, CAX up 0.7, and DAX up 0.5 with the 10 year yields. Across the board, US 2.4%, Australia 2.83%, and Germany 0.5%. So a little bit of a cooling there in those 10-year yields, but still much talk about the inverted yield curve and the pointing to a recession. Of course, that recession could be one or even two years later. In the meantime, there's lots of money to be made out there in the markets. US coal prices topped 100 US dollars a tonne for the first time for a long time. And the Nasdaq Golden Dragon China Index jumped as much as 6.1%. We are seeing some concessions from uh, Hong Kong and China on the availability for independent audits and looking at uh, some of these Chinese tech companies' books, which have long been uh, denied, citing state secrecy and security issues surrounding their books to be audited. And the CSIRO-backed Cresos is on track to list with a $600 million valuation. And Woolworth, which is South African Woolies, not the local Woolworths here, not W-O-W, is looking to sell David Jones, potentially. And the DGO takeover puts uh, De Grey in the spotlight. Yesterday, DGO, which is a gold fund, effectively, well, a gold company which has a large 14.5% stake in DeGray, D-E-G, uh, got a bid from Gold Road, 2.16 Gold Road shares for every DGO. But that has put the spotlight on DeGray as maybe a potential takeover target there from either Remelius or Regis, uh, two names that have been mentioned. Question of the day today with uh, Elon Musk looking to shake up social media. Should Musk take over Twitter completely? That would make it interesting for Mr. Trump to get back on the platform. But uh, I don't even know if Mr. Trump's uh, social media uh, takeoff uh, really happened with his startup. I'm not sure what happened to that. But should Elon Musk take over Twitter? And would that shake things up in the social media space? It certainly would, I suspect. That's it from me today. You can head on over to the Facebook discussion group. We'd love to have your thoughts, ideas, and insights as usual over there. It's a great group. Members helping members, around 3,500 of you over there. So it really is a great group. And if you're listening to this on a podcast, there are three other wonderful streams of Marcus Today consciousness, including the Morning Meeting podcast, the On the Desk podcast, where the team in Melbourne uh, talk about uh, matters, financial and investment techniques and theories, and my On the Couch podcast, where I endeavor to corner a few fund managers and also some CEOs, the latest one being with uh, Bernard Rowe from Ioneer. 
which was released last week. But that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening, and may the trading gods go with you.